TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. With Josh going out as offensive coordinator, what's the plan offensively around Mac with his second year? And, and you've talked before how important that second year is. Man, we do all the things we do in the offseason, certainly working through the offensive and defensive and special teams uh, systems and so forth is an important part of what we do. And so we're in that process. Like, great to have Joe Judge back um, and Matt, of course. And, they're two really good coaches, uh, you know, along with some of the other coaches that we have offensively, you know, Nick Haley, um, so Troy and so forth, guys were there last year. So we'll, we're working through it. Do the best we can here. Late night, WEEI. Thank you so much for spending your time with us here. It's KJ. That's Bill Belichick down at the NFL Winter Meetings that are now underway. Talking about Mac Jones and having to talk a little louder than Bill normally would because he, re- I give Bill credit, he reads the room. You know, like usually, it's just like, oh, no, no, no. you can't necessarily give that where a bunch of plates are clanking and people talking in the background. So you have to enunciate a little. So at least there seemed to be a little bit of energy in Bill's answers, even though he wasn't really saying, I don't think, what a lot of the fan base is really hoping to hear, which is a lot of the same guys are here and everything's going to be good and really no big answer. Justin, good to be with you again tonight. Thank you so much for being here, man. Always a pleasure, KJ. Oh, it's 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 an exciting hour. I mean, the Celtics right now in overtime, so we'll catch that. They're down by three right now, so hang out. We'll talk Celtics, uh, what Rob, uh, uh, Rob Williams' injury means for the team moving forward. I mean, we might even see some of it tonight. Uh, Wrestle Madness continues at 1045 this hour. An incredible 2-3 showdown where the winner will face Stone Cold Steve Austin. Plus, uh, it looks like our brackets are through. Uh, got a couple of songs for you, including one to get you ready for the Bruins Tuesday night against the uh, against uh, Toronto. Well, isn't that weird? Bruins and Celtics are both playing Toronto teams virtually like a day apart. So with the with, with the Patriots and, and what's going on at the winter meetings, you, you kind of wonder like, okay, is this going to be one of those years that Bill's going to have to depend on the draft? You know, if if you're trying to get Mac weapons, are you looking to go get younger? Because what's been left over hasn't really been picked up. You know, Jamison Williams uh, is the idea guy right now that's being mentioned at 21 for the Patriots. And then you look at all the free agents that have kind of come off the board at wide receiver and what's left. It doesn't sound so bad what's left, but is it really what's good moving forward? 
Julio Jones at 33, banged up. You'd almost have to take a pass on that flyer at this point, right? Jarvis Landry, that's something you could consider. You're still trying to figure out what's going on there. Uh, Cole Beasley, maybe if you're looking for someone to fill that slot position, but Cole Beasley's 32 with injuries. And and then you start getting into guys like Danny Amendola, you're bringing him back. Odell Beckham Jr., I don't think he's playing this year. Uh, Sammy Watkins just hasn't been able to gain any traction in his last couple of teams. Emmanuel Sanders will be 35, A.J. Green 34 during the season. So you, you wonder if if free agency is the way things are going to go, and uh, we'll get Belichick to address that here in a couple of minutes. But I guess the big question, and, and it's part of New England's fabric, is, okay, you bring back Malcolm Butler. Yeah, we got a question about that. So, of course, Bill's asked about Ma- Malcolm Butler. Here it is. Uh, Bill, I wanted to ask you more about Malcolm Butler. His return, I feel like, blew, blew a lot of us away. What, what's your relationship like with Malcolm, and have you ever talked about the, the Eagles Super Bowl? Talked about what? The Eagles Super Bowl and how he didn't play in that game. Yeah, that's, that's all old news. What's your relationship like with Malcolm now? Good. Great. Glad to have him back. Yeah, can I tell you guys, that's a swing and a miss. My philosophy on that is the reason why Malcolm Butler was not in that game against the the, the Eagles all of a sudden was over a personal matter. Talk about what? Yeah, exactly. Like, huh? That's the closest closest to a Scooby-Doo question mark exclamation point from Belichick. Huh? Yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now, the answer of what happened to Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl against the Eagles was a personal matter, not a professional one. Because if it was a professional one, you really believe that Belichick brings him back three, four years later and older and missing a whole season? You know, by choice. So clearly the professional relationship has always been good. Something personal occurred. I don't think we'll ever know unless Malcolm decides to write a book or Bill writes one, but again, you're going to be waiting for another 10 years, of what personally happened that day. Now, if you don't care what personally happened that day, then yeah, you move on. Bill has. It's all business. Celtics in trouble. Down by three. Ten seconds left in overtime. Seven seconds left in overtime now. Uh, We'll talk Celtics. 10-17. Ten minutes. It's been as sloppy as you would have expected. Yeah. Now they're down. It's over. 115-112. Toronto wins. Ah, Tough. Ten minutes. We'll talk Celtics. What happened tonight? What does it look like moving forward? Back to the Patriots. So uh, you heard me mention some impressive names from three, four years ago in terms of free agent receivers. But then you also have to think about, like, how free agency is going to be handled throughout the entire team for the Patriots. And and, and, and I'm just, just going to say it right now. Bill made bad deals last year that you have to try and find suckers to take these deals. John, o, John o. Smith is a $26.5 million dead cap hit. Think about that, Justin. Teddy Bridgewater, a quarterback, his dead cap hit was $25 mil. We're talking about a tight end who has a dead cap hit of $26.5 million. Not great. Look, it's $2 million more than Matthew Judon, and you're like, hey, the guy's performing, and that's a linebacker. 
I hate to say it, Hunter Henry sitting with a $19 million dead cap hit. Maybe that, it, it may sound crazy, but it's like, look, if you want to maintain some type of semblance and competition level for the Patriots, you've got to make a, uh, you've got to make a decision on Smith, possibly if Henry still has value to other teams, for other teams to eat that cap. Aguilar, $10 million cap. Juju Juju Smith-Schuster is getting $10 million a year. And Aguilar's dead cap is $10 million. Jonu Smith has also never even reached 500 yards in a season. Well, he's reached 500 bands, 500,000 to 2.6, 500,000 bands. Dead cap, 26 and a half. Million on a guy who can opt out next year. You, you, like, take, please take Janu, please, somebody. But Hunter Henry may be the one that people come calling from. Calling for, sorry. Hunter Henry takes up 7% of the cap. Janu Smith, 6.5% of the cap. Judon, almost 8%. Positionally. Good gracious. So here's Bill talking about the approach on free agents down at the winter meetings. Why the uh, change in philosophy in free agency this year compared to last year? Yeah, we spent a lot of money last year. Those guys are all young. They're under contract. <laughs> he spent a lot of money. Get re- Dump the return now. Why be saddled with this? So if, if you're going to sit there and say, well, we're going to work it out with Janu. We're going to see if we can still do it with Hunter Henry. That's $45 million combined in dead cap. Good God. I mean, just throwing Aguilar's $10 million more, it just, just makes it just, it just makes you feel even more ill about it. Now, I'm not saying Hunter Henry had a bad season at all last year. But as Bill would always say, do we see the same value in the player as what the player sees as their own value? And if you know that no one's going to come off of John New Smith, you might have to say, okay, we've got to take calls, or they've got to take calls on Hunter Henry. They've got to. If you're trying to get a bona fide WR1 here, because I don't think a rookie is just going to come in and step in and do it. I mean, the yeah, for bad teams, because, hey, you know, you're always talking about these receivers have promise. But you you, you want to say last year this team was a playoff team, and exceeded expectations from the previous year, you don't want to see a decline on a quarterback who, let's just call it what it is, doesn't have a lot of whole physical gifts, but a lot of good mental ones. You know what losing does to your mind? It messes it up. (laughs) And if you're not really physically built and you're getting smashed, that doesn't help you either. So, tell you what. We'll get ready to trend here in about 30 seconds. Still to come, we'll talk about the Celtics in their game against Toronto tonight, the news on Rob Williams and what that really could mean. The the big news on him may still be three weeks from now. I'll tell you why that is. That's next, plus Wrestle Madness at 1045. And then we've also got to cover March Madness because Justin and I have a bet, and I I might be in some super serious trouble. It's KJ Late Night here on WEEI 617. 779-7937. 779-7937. The text line is 37937. Let's trend. 
The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Some brutal news for the Celtics as the team announced Robert Williams will have surgery on the torn meniscus he suffered last night. The timetable for his return is unknown. The hospital Celtics, they were in Toronto taking on the Raptors tonight. No Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown or Al Horford all out alongside Robert Williams tonight. They fell to the Raptors 115-112. They had their chances late, just couldn't get it done. 18 turnovers from the Celtics tonight. Some good news for the Celtics, though, KJ. Jason Tatum has been named the Eastern Conference Player of the Week for the third time this month. We need him player. We need him all NBA Player of the Year. Leads team to NBA Finals. It's now more than ever. And the Celtics have a big test on Wednesday night against the first place Miami Heat. According to Field Yates of ESPN, the Patriots hosted former first-round pick Jabril Peppers for a visit today. Peppers has spent the last three seasons with the Giants. And the Red Sox are back in spring training action tomorrow afternoon at 1.05 when they take on the Pirates. There are just eight games left in spring training before the Sox visit the Yankees on April 7th. Hard to believe that. That's good, though. I, of course you know, it I, is. I like the speed up. Let's get let let's not celebrate the guy that's going to be in Double A for a couple of weeks. Let's just go ahead and get to the real good stuff. And now we're starting to see a little more starters. It's nice. And the Bruins host the Toronto Maple Leafs tomorrow. Jeremy Swayman gets a start in net for the Bees with puck drop set for seven o'clock. And Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions will be featured on Hard Knocks this summer. And another good news for the city of Detroit: they'll be hosting the 2024 NFL Draft. All right, there you go for the Penescott building, maybe. That's uh, what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Late Night with KJ coming up next. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, you deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to WEEI Late Night. On WEEI. WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. So just how big of a loss is this for the Celtics? It's bigger than me, Malika. That's how big it is, and that's pretty damn big, okay? Let me, let me tell you why. Well, Rob Williams, the Celtics are a legit title contender. Without him, they're second-round exit. And w- let me tell you why. He's the top-10 center in the league. We're talking about a guy that's up for the Defensive Player of the Year award. What he brings on the defensive end for far as his rim protection, 
performs his versatility of switching one through five, and he allows those guards to be aggressive mm. because of his ability to block shots. And then you take it to the other end offensively, him being a dynamic roller and an athletic big opens up so much for Jason Tatum and Jaden Brown to go to work because they have to honor him. So with them, with the Celtics losing them at this point, yeah. I think they're a second-round exit. If they get him back and he's able to play and he's healthy, they could possibly be a contender again. But mm-hmm. I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Late night, WEEI, KJ, that's Kendrick Perkins on ESPN saying, look, the loss of Robert Williams is bigger than the average person who doesn't follow the Celtics or know how important he is to the team really is. I'll get to their loss tonight. They lost to Toronto, 115-112, really as as the taxi squad, if you will. Uh, Yeoman's effort, but still, this is a team that you may be facing in the first round, potentially without Robert Williams. Torn meniscus. According to the American Journal of Sports Medicine, I actually looked this up. The average player who suffers a meniscus tear in the NBA is 26 and a half years old. They average six and a half feet in height. They weigh 215, and they've been a professional for just under four years. Time Lord, 24 and a half, 6'8", 238, and in his fourth year. Now, to put that in comparison, Zion Williamson is returning from a torn meniscus himself. He's just under 22. He's 6'6", 284, and he's only played 85 games in two seasons. Why do I tell you that is because this. By Robert Williams being leaner, been in the league a little longer, the body, it's just sometimes it could be a minor adjustment for a person who's going through a torn meniscus like Chris Paul. Or some people will have issues coming back with it. James Wiseman's kind of struggling with it a little bit. Derrick Rose. Yeah. So the report is it could be a few weeks, minimum four weeks. That would put it around April 25th. And you're potentially looking at Robert Williams missing the first round of the playoffs, which start April 16th. Here's the tough part that I probably should share now. Not as a predictor that I want to see happen, but I can see where the Celtics are kind of playing cards close to their vest. In three weeks, you'll get an update on where Robert Williams is. Either he's one or two weeks away, or he's not going to be available for the rest of the season. Players who tend to get this injury more often are ones who perform excessive lateral cuts. So you just heard Perk talk. Cuts to the basket. Roll. You know, he's not a pop guy because there's no jump shot. So a lot of rolls to the basket is a a lot of quick action on the knees. The injury is more likely to happen during a game, and that's when it happened last night, and are common in players who transition from college schedule to the NBA schedule doing the math. Think a college game is in two halves, 40 minutes total. NBA game, each one is 48 minutes. So already every game they play in the NBA is eight minutes more than what they played in college. And if you're a really good college team, you're playing almost double those amount of games in an NBA season. So I hope I didn't go too doctor, too, 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 too much doctor on you here, Justin. I, I hope I just want to make sure I had the research so that way we know what a meniscus is and what kind of expectations the fan base should have. So if anything, 
Don't say, hey, look, Robert Williams should be back in four weeks. In about three weeks, expect some type of announcement. Either he's a, a week or two away, and that would be somewhere possibly if the Celtics advance in the second round of the playoffs. Or in three weeks, they're telling you that he's being shut down for the rest of the season and it's going to have to rehab it over the summer. Because on average, that can be a seven to nine week injury. If you're getting into nine weeks, that's the end of the playoffs. So that's going to be tough. I wish Rob well. I tell people all the time, I just had a conversation with some, you know, some of my friends that they live in Atlanta. And uh, they were like, who's the, who's the MVP of that team? Is it Tatum or Brown? I said, well, honestly, if it isn't for Rob Williams, the amount of shot, think about the shots he blocks. So if he's averaging two, two, you know, 2.2 block shots a game, that's four points off the board. Then it doesn't account for the offensive rebounds. That, that's stopping more points from on the glass. You get 10 rebounds a game, so you're stopping a potential another 20 points. So that's that's how important Rob Williams is. That's how these Celtics are able to keep a lot of their opponents in that 105 range in terms of points scored, sometimes even lowered, strictly because of that defense and not a whole lot of scoring. So I, it's tough. I, I do wonder what do the Celtics do. And, and Justin, you may hold your nose and your ears when I say this. But where else do you find a big at this point of the season that's either going to give you that defense and energy or at least some of that scoring in return? And there's one person that came to my mind. I said, well, okay, if I'm going to be honest and objective, do you make a phone call to Ennis Cantor and bring him back? You said that? I, that's what I said to myself. Look, as as much as – I know you're like, you said bring back you Ennis Cantor. You of people want Ennis – Cantor freedom back on the Celtics? I don't necessarily want him, but who do you call at this point? I mean, do you you might you, do you call Willie Cauley Stein and just say, "Hey, look, we just need your length and we just need you to run up and down and block shots and get rebounds." If he could do that, he would still be on somebody's team. You know, Ennis will put a bucket in the basket. I look, I wouldn't be a fan. I would not I would not be thrilled to see Ennis come back. But if you're the number two going into tonight, the number one seed, we'll do NBA crypto here in about five minutes here on WEEI. Like, okay, at least you know the system. It, it, just the whole tough part of it is like, can you keep your mouth shut? You know, you know, people have been in situations where, you know, maybe the two people shouldn't be in a situation together. Then you find out like, boy, they run their mouth about everything. A blabber mouth. Chatty Cathy or Chatty Ken. You're like, Gosh, I can't do anything in secret with you because you're always running your mouth. Oh, I think I love him. Man, I really love her. My wife caught me on the phone. Dummy. Don't be dumb. And that would be my concern, that Ennis Cantor would come back here just to make a bunch of noise. But, you know, Daniel Tice serviced well tonight. I mean, granted, the team lost to Toronto, potential first-round playoff team that they would face. Tice, 13 points, 10 rebounds. Marcus Smart, 10 rebounds, 28 points. So, again, no Tatum and no Brown. Those would have offsetted some, some some of those things, but you start to worry about in a first round if you've got a bang with Andre Drummond or potentially in a second round you're going up a Giannis. You know, look, I, I love Daniel Tice, but, I mean, you will hear whistle number three for foul number three before they go to the second commercial break. Yeah. And then who's running into the game? 
But tonight, I mean, the Celtics, uh, I mean, they had it going in the third quarter. And then just kind of, I think I think it just you just ran out of offensive gas, really. That's what, it, that's what it was, you know. Hot at the beginning, dead in the two quarters in between. Tried to pick it up, but, and then only six points in overtime. For the 17 loss. turnovers doesn't help either. Yeah, but, you know, when your two primary ball handlers aren't there, those numbers are going to go up. Tatum and Brown, all the offense runs through their hands. You you never see a possession where one or one, two, or not both of them with their hands on the, at that ball. So you didn't see that tonight. You know, Peyton Pritchard gave you what he could give you. I mean, the only thing concerning you, about it, though, was Marcus Smart had seven turnovers. Grant Williams had four. And these guys are everyday rotational players. That's the yeah, only thing concerning. But, but they're not Tatum and Brown where – some portion of that 24-second clock has the ball in their hands for at least a third of that clock. So on every possession, at least eight seconds of that possession, saying that it's a possession that goes 20 seconds with maybe four seconds left on the shot clock. Let's say it's that possession. Between Tatum and Brown, there's going to be at least eight seconds of that ball being in either one of their hands or both of their hands. I would even say possibly more. So you're now making Marcus Smart the primary ball handler. There are going to be more mistakes. You know, Pritchard, again, I think he's th- there's a great future for him on this team as the spot shooter going 3-for-12 tonight. I'm not exactly mad because this is the game to try and test those things out. And if, if you want to be an optimist in all of this, you could say, hey, look, they lost in overtime to a playoff contending team without your two superstars and your best defensive player, and your and your third, your second best defensive player. You know, like in terms of front court. So you literally had like no front court defense. You didn't have your two scores, and you only lost by three. Not the worst in the world. So here's Ma Adoka talking about how how does how do you manage the team for these next couple of weeks? Yeah, what I said before the game was other teams do that. I said I'm not really worried about that, but teams manipulate where they want to. Play and we're not concerned about that. Ours is winning, health, and playing the right best best basketball at the right time. So, uh, like I said, it's too much closeness to try to maneuver, manipulate things, and uh, pick an opponent. You can go from one to four, and the five, six, seven can flip in the night. So we're not concerned with that. Um, as far as resting, you know, that's the, that's the main thing. We got some guys who got some nicks now, and got to be smart about it. Home court advantage is the main thing, and wherever the chips fall, they kind of fall. But uh, you know playing the best basketball at the right time, keeping guys healthy and picking the game. If we can get guys one, uh, that's what we're looking at now. Yeah. Now is going to, Ebay is going to have to show his masterpiece of how to move chess pieces for the remainder of this regular season where things are so compressed and you're, you're two minutes away from NBA crypto, which I've never seen compression like this that exists now, especially in the East. And some of the things that are happening in the West are pretty exciting. But you you wonder, with the loss of Rob Williams, what does the pecking order in the East look like, even though the Celtics spent a day in first? Like, that's like literally like when I used to get on my oldest child and her bad grades in school and elementary school, like, you got an A on a test? Like, I'm going to take you out for dinner. It wasn't like she got an A for the semester. It was like on a test. I was taking the celebrations where you could get them. For a team that was looking at a, like a play-in team just a couple of months ago, to at least be in the Eastern Conference leader for a day is worth taking. But here's Scal saying, look, things have changed now with the Robert Williams injury. 
when it comes to their chances, like I've, I've been pretty honest with you guys. Like I'm not sure that we could beat the Bucks without. I'm not sure we could beat the Bucks. Everybody healthy because of their physicality. But you just draw a line on those teams that are physical. You got the Bucks. You got Brooklyn if healthy. Brooklyn is tough and they're physical. And the Philadelphia 76ers. Outside of that, like I think we could beat all those teams if Robert Williams doesn't play. But if you're talking about having championship hopes, that's tough. It's going to be tough. So let's do NBA crypto. Bang, Stu. Gonna be in the moon. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. Bang, Stu. Gonna be in the moon. One dollar. Thank you, Lewis. One dollar. Gonna be in the moon. You're selling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. KJ Late Night here on WEEI. NBA Crypto is a way of looking into our... NBA wallet, if you will, to find out where the value is and how how your money is kind of on these different teams has kind of matured during the season if you've lost. And I'm telling you right now, there have been some impressive gains. Um, The Heat right now, number one in the Eastern Conference, they won, but they've lost four. They've lost six of their last ten. I think they're over their slippage. They're now one full game clear of the 76ers. Ah, I don't know if I see the Heat finishing the Eastern Conference at number one. I'm going to sell the Heat as the number one team in the East. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! Now, even though there's been some slippage and the old James Harden has been showing his face, I have a weird feeling that the number two team, the 76ers, will figure a couple of things out moving forward. They've won six of their last ten, even though they've lost one. Uh, They're a full game behind the Heat. And I think what's going to end up happening is now what's happened with the Celtics, and you see that there's turmoil with the Heat. Eric Spolstra is going to probably coach these guys. I'm sorry, uh, Doc Rivers is probably going to explain to these guys that there is a window of opportunity where you need to put your foot on the gas for the remainder of the season. The 76ers do not have a hard schedule on their way out. It's kind of crazy. They're going to take advantage of that, and they would rather see themselves in that one spot going up against one of these lower teams we'll get to who will have to fight their way just to be in that eight spot. So I'm going to sell the 76ers at two because I think they'll finish the top of the Eastern Conference. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! I am going to buy the Milwaukee Bucks to remain at three, even though they're only one game behind the Heat for the Eastern Conference lead. Uh, They've won eight of their last ten. Incredible at home. 26 wins. Only second to the Heat at home, right? These guys, when they get it done, and they are the NBA champions, so you cannot knock that hustle. <laughs> I think the Bucks sitting at three is a good spot that they would want to sit at because who they play in that sixth spot may be one of the weaker teams that has been continually falling in the Eastern Conference. At number four, your Boston Celtics. Eight and two of their last ten, but again, the loss of Robert Williams is going to be tough. The loss tonight, tough, because if you're thinking if you're that close and you could have won it without everybody there, those are the games that you need. I am going to buy the Celtics to remain in four because they're three and a half games up on the number five team. So I'm buying the Celtics to stay at four. Ah! 
the Bulls, that that has just been a, an absolute horrible story. That, that They started strong. They remained on top. But they're only 17-22 and 22 on the road. They've only won four of their last ten. Uh, I, I think what's happened is because Lonzo Ball is still out, and, and he'll be back soon, if not within days, uh, he's not back yet. I don't think he is, Justin. He's not yet. And he was due back. Well, there was the continuity from the backcourt. Teams have gotten hit that DeMar DeRozan is going to be the shot taker. And their bench is suspect. Now, they stepped up when they were in starting positions, but now coming back, the Bulls can be dangerous. But in a 4-5 matchup with the Celtics against a Robert Williams-less Celtics in the first round, it would be a lot closer, but I would still give the Celtics that first round victory over the Bulls. So I am buying the Bulls at five in the East. (laughs) Or the Raptors, who are by percentage tied with the Bulls for number five. They're in the sixth spot. They've won three in a row, eight of their last ten. Here's what's scary about the Raptors. They are 23 and 16 on the road. They're, They're at like 76ers level when it comes to how good they've been on the road. And that's going to be key because, uh, as you know, with the situation with the Nets, some people cannot necessarily travel to Canada. And that would be very interesting. So keep an eye on the Raptors. I'll buy them at six for right now. (laughs) Now, who's fallen even harder on hard times are the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have no... Uh, Sexton, he's out with a meniscus tear. Uh, they've only won four of their last ten. They've got a losing record on the road at eighteen and nineteen. Mobley got F- hurt tonight too. Oh my God! So both of their back, their whole backcourt is gone. Good gracious! I'm selling the Cavs, staying at seven. It make it even worse. Turn those machines back on. Turn those machines back on. Because I have the Nets moving into that spot. They're three games out of the seven spot. But I don't know how big that Christmas card to Mayor Adams in New York is going to be from Kyrie. Though, last night was an incredible game between the Hornets and the Nets, who I thought would be the matchup. But because the Nets won tonight, uh, I'm sorry, they lost last night. And the Hornets, Hornets are now in the ninth spot. I thought the Hornets were now in the eighth spot. Nope, they're a half game behind the Nets. So, I buy the Nets to move to seven. Cavaliers drop back to eight. Hornets will be in that play-in mix. May have a shot at that last eight spot because Cleveland is just continuing to fall by the wayside. And then you've got the Hawks at 10. So I'm buying all those remaining there in the Eastern Conference. (laughs) All right, in the Western Conference, the Suns, this is an amazing story. They've only lost 14 games all year. 36-9 in the conference, 30-6 on the road. They've won nine of their last ten. They've won eight in a row, and Chris Ball just came back a couple days ago. This team will win the NBA Finals for sure right now. I'm buying him number one in the West. (laughs) That is unless the number two team, the Memphis Grizzlies, steals one on the road against the Suns potentially in the Western Conference Finals. They've won four in a row. They've won eight of their last ten. They're doing it without Ja Morant. 
I don't think it matters that they're nine games back of the Suns. For them, it isn't about being the number one seed in the in, in the West. It's about stinking it up when everybody doesn't expect it. Watch out for the Grizzlies. They may be the most dangerous team in the Western Conference. I buy them at two. The Warriors at three, they're still trying to figure some things out. They're only 19 and 18 on the road, and that's going to cost them in the end. I'm going to buy them as the number three team. I think they'll figure some things out. The Mavericks at four, yes, I'll take that as well. Boy, the Jazz have been slipping. They've just been hanging out in that 3-4 spot there, down to 5. They've lost four in a row. They've lost six of their last 10. They're only 500 on the road. They are susceptible to getting their butts handed to them in a first-round matchup with the Mavericks. I am selling the Jazz at 5. Turn those machines back on! Turn those machines back on! Because the Joker has been carrying the entire city of Denver and its Rocky Mountains on his shoulders. They are 23-16 and 16 on the road. They've won five of their last ten, but won two in a row. They're only a half game behind the Jazz in the five spot. So I'm buying the Nuggets to jump to five. <laughs> I like the Timberwolves to stay at seven. They've won six of their last ten. They're not over 500 on the road, but I like how they're figuring some things out. They're more of a team of the future, but I see them at seven. So I'm going to bypass the Clippers at 8, the Pelicans at 9. I'm going to get to the number team 10, the number 10 team, the Los Angeles Lakers. This is absolutely hysterical. They are 11 and 25 on the road. They've lost two in a row. They've lost 7 of their last 10 and they're only one game up on the Spurs <laughs> from missing the play-in. And that's NBA crypto. Here on Late Night, WEI. All right, you kill the music. All right, uh, next, take your calls at 617-779-7937 or 37937. The text line plus Wrestle Madness happens next. An awesome two versus three matchup. And we got our March Madness brackets. I got a couple of parody songs. Hang out. We're really just getting started here on Late Night with KJ on WEI. W-E-E-I, late night. On W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Yeah. Late night, W-E-E-I with KJ. Thank you so much for spending your time with us. 617-779-7937. The text line, 37937. All right, in two minutes, we'll get to our next matchups in Wrestle Madness of who's got the best microphone promo skills. We're inside the Stone Cold Steve Austin bracket where the winner of tonight's matchup will face Stone Cold Steve Austin in the semifinals. All right, Paulie on the couch. Thank you so much for calling WEEI Talking Celtics. Now, before you tell me, um, is the couch like a multi-sectional, one of those where you can like lose the remote on one side and then like have a drink on the other side, or is it just like your basic standard like three, you know, three-cushion couch? Be honest with you, KJ. I moved. I moved into the bedroom. I'm, I'll fall asleep to your voice as soon after I hang up the phone. Well, okay, thank you. That's, that's going to cost you. This is not a nine. This is this is not a nine seven six number. <laughs> Go ahead. I, 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 I moved the, when you and Brian come on at ten o'clock. I moved the radio into the bedroom and I fall asleep to the sound of your voices. Oh, we'll uh, keep that's, the that's why I want to go to sleep every night, brother. Well, anyway. 
uh, you just you the the heart and soul of the bar, the core of just was just of the Boston Celtics was just ripped right out of the center of their body. I mean, really, this guy is he's the, he's the big man, you know down you know down front, and uh, you got to be able to rebound and play defense yeah, when the playoffs come. You're gonna have to you have to really heat it up from the outside. You know that's not gonna happen. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a it's a defensive effort, a team defensive effort. Starting with your son, really a guy that plays like him, and it's an offensive weave. You got to weave the ball inside and dish it back outside. Get some guys open out there to shoot, or you know, get you know, uh, get it down low and put it in the hoop. It's just this kid is his son, sort of a player, hell of an athlete, back alley tough. Um, he he really is the spiritual leader of that team. When they hit the floor, it's him and t- him and uh, Tatum. But well, Paulie, Tatum really relies heavily on heavily. Thank you for the call, man. I totally agree. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Robert Williams is really kind of the engine that goes. He's really the one that's been driving. The, he's the energy of that ship, and I've always said that. Like his energy and on on that squad is really what kind of makes them go. It, it allows everybody else to be great at what they do. He's sorely going to be missed. All right, let's do it. Russell Madness. Hit it, Justin. You know, the more I try and sound like McMahon, the more I just tear up my voice. All right, Russell Madness is starting to come to the – we're getting to the last eight pretty soon here uh, in the Ric Flair bracket. Rick Flair is awaiting his match against Scott Hall. CM Punk is awaiting his match in the upset over John Cena. And Stone Cold Steve Austin upset. Well, it was upset. He destroyed Eddie Guerrero last time I was here. Uh, and now he's awaiting the winner of tonight's matchup. The number two and three seed. The number two seed in the Stone Cold Steve Austin bracket is... Awesome! What? If you chip away, if you plug away, if you do your job, then your moment will come, and I am sick of waiting for my moment while two undeserving people like you two get moments week after week after week. (laughs) Does Raw need John Cena? is my show week in and week out the miz the number two seed in the stone cold steve austin bracket as we try to to find out in this year's wrestle madness who's got the best microphone promo skills the three seed he's going up against tonight is what no You think for one second that I'm gonna wait till Sunday night to take back what is rightfully mine? Son, you got another thing coming. The heartbreak kid waits on absolutely nobody. Oh, don't you worry, Stone Cold. This Sunday at No Way Out, you got to get an ass-whooping from HBK. 
the heartbreak kid. Shawn Michaels, the number three seed against The Miz, the number two seed. Who you got? The winner goes up against Stone Cold Steve Austin. Three, seven, 93, seven. Text either Miz or Shawn Michaels or HBK. We'll know what you mean. In one hour, we will get the results of this battle in Russell Madness for the best microphone promo skills. Oh, it's heating up like a barn burner. And Late Night with KJ continues next on WEEI. Thanks for hanging out. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.